Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Nothing But Sports for Monday, March 16th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry. Call Dr. Mike O'Neill right now, 317-849-2933. They are accepting patients. They want to clean your teeth. They want to examine your teeth. They want to help you live a better life. Give them a call. Dr. Mike O'Neill has been my dentist the last 26 years. That place is, is sterilized at a level where I feel exceptionally safe there. 317-849-2933. Let's talk about sports, man. There's a lot of sports to talk about. The Indianapolis Colts, two big pieces of news out of the Colts today. One, just now, the, the Colts have traded their 13th overall pick in this year's draft, according to ESPN, for defensive tackle DeForest Buckner. DeForest Buckner is really, really good. A Pro Bowl-level defensive tackle. This past year, started all 16 games. He had 62 combined totals, seven and a half sacks, two forced fumbles. He recovered four fumbles. He sacked Patrick Mahomes one and a half times in the Super Bowl in his career. He's missed one start. He is under contract for the next five years at $21 million a year. This is a guy that we have talked about, and he's a Chris Jones-type guy. If you know me, you know that I love Chris Jones with the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs, they franchised Chris Jones today. That put the Colts in a position where they knew the guy they wanted to get, and that was DeForest Buckner, and they got him. That's fantastic news because, as Chris uh, Chris Ballard told us, in his media availability after the regular season ended, said, you know what, defensive tackle really makes this defense go. We need a defensive tackle. They got their defensive tackle, decided that DeForest Buckner suits their needs better than anybody else available in the draft at number 13. So number 13 goes to San Francisco in exchange for DeForest Buckner. The other piece of news, Anthony Costanzo signed a two-year deal worth $33 million. And so he's going to be, and he plans on playing through the end of that contract. So he plans on being the left tackle for the Colts for this year in 2020 and then in 2021. I would imagine at the end of that contract, he'll revisit again. 
If he retires at that point, the Colts, they're going to have to go find a left tackle. But for these two years, they can check that box. They have a a top 10 level left tackle in-house for the next two years. That, in combination with the defensive tackle they picked up from the 49ers into Forrest Buckner, that checks two of their boxes. Two, two real needs that they absolutely had to fill before they got underway for 2020. Now they need a wide receiver or two, and they need a tight end. And then, you know what? They're pretty damn good. You could go out and get another defensive tackle too, but they've got guys, plenty of guys. And so that's going to eat up a significant portion of the cap money that they had to spend. Buckner, $21 million a year. Uh, Costanzo, about 20 this upcoming year. So that's $41 million of the $86 million they had to spend. That cuts it about in half. You've got to account for the draft coming up. Although, without that first-round pick, without that 13th overall pick, the Colts, they're not going to spend a lot of money in this year's draft. And so you could go out and get another couple of free agents at a high level or several at a somewhat lower level. This is unusual for the Indianapolis Colts because they are not a team that makes a lot of headlines as free agent, at least not under Chris Ballard, as free agency begins. They're a team that kind of waits for people to go out and do their panic shopping, and then they come in behind those guys, and they get the good bargains. And so they don't spend all of their money foolishly. They don't take on terrible contracts, as occasionally, through no fault of his own, really, Ryan Grigson did, right? Because he signed guys like Donald Thomas or Gosder Cherilis, who wound up getting injured, and because of the injuries, you know, those guys didn't perform to expectations or to their salary level. So you had, you kind of painted yourself into a quarter salary cap-wise, and as a result of that, you were hamstrung to build that roster the way that Ryan Grigson wanted to build it. Chris Ballard, he's not making those mistakes. Chris Ballard is signing guys. Now, if if DeForest Buckner goes and gets hurt, what the hell are you going to do about that? You know, if Costanzo gets hurt, what are you do about that their offensive line returns intact they need a wide receiver and they likely need a quarterback what this means that the 13th overall pick is gone either they are they feel really good about a free agent quarterback who's hanging out there or they feel really good about a guy they believe is going to be available with the 34th overall pick we'll see what what is uh what reality is when we get to late April. Some people are upset with Roger Goodell and the NFL for continuing to operate with this schedule. They say it's tone deaf. I don't think it's tone deaf. I mean, if you can conduct business right via teleconference and not expose anybody to any danger level whatsoever for coronavirus, why wouldn't you continue to operate? I mean, my God, we can't just hit the brakes on everything in life and say, whoa, 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 we're all done with everything. You can't do that. Life has got to go on. And if continuing with free agency and continuing with draft preparations, if those don't put the public at risk, if they don't exacerbate the opportunities to spread the virus, then what are we doing, right? We can't just hide the crawl space until July and hope it all passes, for God's sake. We, we've got to be human beings, and we've got to operate in a society. And fortunately, we're at a point with our society that because of teleconferencing and because of the Internet being as robust as it is, hell, I got 600 Mbps 
here. I can run a business out of my house with a staff. If I wanted to, I got that kind of internet speed. You probably do too. So let's do business, right? Let's not sit with our thumbs up our asses and wait for the all clear to engage in business if it doesn't exacerbate the spread of this disease. There you go. Costanzo, Buckner, really, really good stuff. Uh, A trade in the NFL today, DeAndre Hopkins goes from the Texans to the Cardinals for running back David Johnson. DeAndre Hopkins, many of you will remember when he went through the draft combine, he was in a hotel downtown. He pooped. He wiped his poop on the walls. He and another guy. What the hell is that all about? You want a guy on your team like that? Even a guy who's a physical stud in the way DeAndre Hopkins is, you want that kind of guy on your team? Go ahead. The Cardinals, they want that kind of guy. The Texans, they didn't. So the Texans got rid of Hopkins, and they're getting David Johnson back. We'll see what happens with Tom Brady. That's going to be interesting. The New England Patriots, they franchise-tagged a guard, an offensive lineman. And as a result of that, people are saying, you know what? There's not as much money as there would have been for Tom Brady to re-sign with the Patriots. And they believe that because of that franchise tag usage, that the odds of Tom Brady coming back to New England took a hit today. I still think he's going back to New England because possession is nine-tenths of the law, right? And so it's really, really hard to imagine a scenario where Tom Brady at the age, what's he going to be? He's going to be 43, right? That he wants to go to a new place and he wants to kind of wander around and figure stuff out. Where's the bathroom in this place? Where do I, who do I go to see about tickets for my family? What do I do? I want to go out and get a good steak with my wife, with Giselle. We're bringing the kids. Where, uh, where can we go around here? He's going from a place where he's been for 20 years. He knows where everything is. He knows who everybody is. And I'm telling you, unless you're one of those people who just doesn't care about people and stuff like that, moving to a new city can be a, a, a bit of an adjustment and a bit of a pain in the ass. And I think Tom Brady's gotten to a point where he's going to think, you know what, I love these people. I know Marge at the receptionist desk. I know uh, Billy over there in sales. I know Tom. He's, uh, he's with the legal team here. He knows everybody in that facility. He knows their kids. He knows everybody in the locker room. And he's going to walk into a new place, a strange place, and be embraced, sure, they're going to love that he's there, but he knows he's only going to be there for a year or two. Is that worth it? Is that worth the tumult for you and your family? That's the question for Tom Brady. And I think at the end of the day, he's, he and Giselle are going to sit down. They're going to say, you know what? We're talking about two more years. Why don't we stay here? We know everybody. We're very, very comfortable. Let's go. We don't need to get down to Tampa. We don't need to go to Indianapolis. We don't need, you know, to be with the Dolphins. We don't need to go to San Diego, or San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers. We don't need that. You know, the Las Vegas Raiders. Do we really want that headache? Do we want to be mobbed everywhere we go in Las Vegas? Let's just stay here where we know everybody and everything and, and try to win one more championship here and let's go. I really think that that's the way. I think that a guy like Tom Brady thinks, and so I think that Tom Brady is going to do exactly that and stay with the New England Patriots. Um, To think that he would invite some chaos into his life, maybe he's ready for chaos. Hell, I don't know. You know, it's been 20 years, right, 
So maybe he's ready for a little bit of a, a change of address. There, I know some people who just move across the street, right? And, you know, why they do that? They do that because they're tired of living where they're at. So uh, what are you going to do? Hey, on the Dan Dockett Show today, from 1 to 2, we got together and we uh, kind of uh, played, I guess, for lack of a better word, the first round of the uh, MMF AA Bracket Challenge. That is Make March Fun Again Association Bracket Challenge. The Great Wall of Hoop right here in my living room, up on the wall. It is, uh, what is this, 8 by 11. That's how big the wall is with the Great Wall of Hoop placards. And Dan and I got together on his radio show, and we talked through... Uh, the first 16 of these games in the East region and in the Midwest region. This is bracketed just as the NCAA tournament would have been if it were chosen by Dan and I. So these were the teams in in the East. Here are the winners. All right, Baylor, uh, a winner is a one seed. They're going to play Rutgers in the second round. Rutgers beat Colorado. These are in Cleveland, Ohio. Then you've got Ohio State taking on uh, Stephen F. Austin. Ohio State wins that game. Vermont, the upset special against Louisville. Why? Because I really like uh, Chris Holtman and Terry Johnson and Ryan Peden. And Dan obviously loves his son, Andrew, who's on the staff at Ohio State. I love Andrew as well. Not in the way Dan does, obviously. But Andrew's a wonderful kid. And so they move on. And then Vermont, you know, we absolutely love Vermont because of the way they took care of Josh Spidell and and the entire Spidell family through the... uh, Man, you talk about a night, I, I think it was Super Bowl Eve, right, or the night of the Super Bowl, Josh Spidell in a, uh, in a car wreck where he suffered a traumatic brain injury and has fought his way back. He's going to earn his degree, and he scored uh, a bucket uh, a week or so ago in the final game for which he was a member of that Vermont team. And so out of respect for Vermont, they beat Louisville. That's the way we make these decisions, right? These winners are picked not sometimes because of being a better basketball team, like with Baylor against uh, Bob Morris. You know what? Baylor's going to beat Bob Morris a million times out of a million, no matter who we like who might play for Robert Morris. So Baylor's the winner. So basketball does have something to do with it. But every once in a while, you get to a team like Vermont, and you say, hey, the Spidells, my God, we want Josh's uh, journey, even in this fictional realm, to continue. And so it will after he and his catamounts beat Louisville uh, this afternoon. So Ohio State's going to play Vermont. Uh, Seton Hall beats Hofstra. Virginia beats Cincinnati. Virginia, we love Tony Bennett. Dan was saying on the show today that he loves Bennett because Bennett's honest. If his team's no good, he says they're no good. He told Dan recently, you know, my team's not very good, but we're going to be elite defensively, and because of that, we're going to be able to win games, and so they do win games, 44-42, 51-49, stuff like that. So Virginia moves on against Cincinnati. Uh, Providence loses to Notre Dame. Why? Because we wanted the Notre Dame-Maryland hookup. Notre Dame and Maryland are going to play in the second round. Uh, Mike Bray, a guy who has great tethers to the state of Maryland, uh, coached with Morgan Wooten at DeMatha High School in Maryland. So Notre Dame-Maryland, nice, fun game. Maryland made the NCAA tournament because I like Notre Dame. 
I wanted them to make it. So they made it. I projected them to win the ACC tournament in my brain. That's exactly what happened. Let's move on to the Midwest. Kentucky and Siena. Kentucky wins that game. And then you've got Kelvin Sampson's Houston team against Indiana. Now, I, nobody in Indiana, right, likes Kelvin Sampson a bit because he's a cheater. He was a cheater at Indiana, and he set the Indiana program back a decade with what he did in 06, 07, and then finally Indiana self-reported in 08, and the whole thing completely unraveled. So Indiana obviously is going to beat Houston. There is no way, no how that Indiana could possibly play Houston and lose that game as long as basketball's not being played. What I mean is there's no chance that we take Houston and move them into the second round over the Indiana Hoosiers. The five seed, the Butler Bulldogs, they beat Liberty. That's an interesting game because Jeff Meyer, an assistant coach at Butler, was the longtime head coach at Liberty. So they move on to play in the second round against Wisconsin, winners over the Ball State Cardinals. Now, I voted for Ball State to win this game. Dan and, uh, and the great Jimmy Cook, this went to arbitration. Jimmy Cook's the arbitrator. And Jimmy decided that uh, Wisconsin should win. And I can see why. Look, Wisconsin overcame a tremendous amount of adversity this year. They played exceptionally well down the stretch, and so they are going to face the Butler Bulldogs in the second round of the MMFAA Tournament Challenge, uh, Bracket Challenge. Villanova beats Northern Kentucky. Iowa over Yale. You know what? The Yale guys are all going to be millionaires. They're going to go on in business, and they're going to run giant banks and stuff. They don't need to win. A game like this. Now, the guys at Iowa, the guys at Iowa, what are the, you know, God bless Iowans, but it's not Yale. Iowa is not the Yale of the Midwest. So, Iowa, they need some love. They're going to win this game. Plus, we like Fran McCaffrey and his fits of ill temper. So, we want them to continue to survive in this tournament so we can make fun of uh, Fran some more as we move on. West Virginia, the seventh seed against Purdue. I had Purdue going all the way to the semifinals of the Big Ten tournament. It, It wasn't played, so you can't tell me it didn't happen, right? Purdue makes the tournament and they beat West Virginia. We don't care much for West Virginia. West Virginia fans, talking to Dan today on his show, they're not very generous with him, despite the fact that all Dan wanted to do was clean up their uh, ne'er-do-well program when he was hired there in 2002. The AD wasn't having it. Dan said, hey, we got a problem. The AD said, no, you have a problem. Dan said, well, guess what? It's not my problem anymore. I'm going back to Bowling Green. As a result, West Virginia gets beat by Purdue. And then Dayton and Obi Toppin taking on North Dakota State. I say, you know, Dan, uh, Summit League magic in this tournament. Come on. And he goes, uh, he, he said, well, give me an example of Summit League magic ever in the NCAA tournament. And I, we finally came around to IUPUI, and I said, how about the time R.J. Hunter knocks down the shot? And he said he did that for Georgia State. I said, well, what about the time that Ron Hunter is a coach? He tore his Achilles or some damn thing because he jumped up and down. He was so happy at something in the NCAA tournament. He said that was the same game that Georgia State played where R.J. Hunter hit the shot. 
I said, all right, I, I guess there's no such thing as Summit League magic. All right, then, let's move Dayton and Obi Toppin forward. So those are the 16 games that were played today. Tomorrow on the show, we'll run through the, the South region as well as the West region. Then we'll get down to the games that'll uh, establish a Sweet 16. We'll move that forward. We'll see who wins this thing by the end of the week. I absolutely can't wait. It's nothing but fun, and this is what you do, right? You, you try to get creative. You do something a little bit fun. You do it just because you're doing it and you're going to do something. You got three hours of radio. Let's go. You want to have a, a fictitious tournament in the absence of the real tournament? That's what you do. Top 10 lists, you can do that. You want to do the Mount Rushmores, you can do that. Whatever. But let's get a little bit creative. Let's have some fun. Let's build a great wall of hoop. Let's let's do something. Let's be radio people and media communicators who do stuff, for God's sake. We work in the toy store of life. This is sports. And we're learning now. You know what? More than we maybe we've ever learned before, maybe even during 9-11, right? Because there wasn't a lot of fear after 9-11. We knew that, you know what, the, the attacks had happened, and so it was time to mourn those lost and rebuild. But the danger had passed after, after a brief time when we kind of looked up into the sky to see if there were any planes headed at us. Right? This is completely different. This is a virus that is very, very contagious, and it's reminding us that life is tenuous and that we got to take good care of each other. And so, sports and sports talk radio, they're a diversion from what we normally worry about and what we normally think. And, and by the way, speaking of stuff we need to worry about, don't, don't even look at your 401k. Don't do it. Because right now, today, the Dow lost 3,000 points. All right? It's going to come back. This, there, there are two ways to look at a crisis like this. There, there's the woe is me, my God, everything's terrible. And then there's the, hey, you know what? This is an opportunity to do something else. If you're a family and, and your kids are used to having a lot of kids over, that's over. For, the period, for this period of time. It's time for you guys to get together, get to know each other a little bit better, and enjoy each other's company. That's what this is. It's time for families to hunker down and be families, for God's sake. Friends, neighbors, absolutely. Reach out to a neighbor. Call, say, hey, I'm going to the Kroger. You need me to pick something up for you. You got elderly neighbors. Reach out. Make sure they're okay. It's time for us to become neighborly and to become responsible, and to lose sort of that, um, that sort of external, that epidermis of, of selfishness. Let's do that. And let's understand, too, that we need to get our information not from CNN and from Fox News and from MSNBC. We need to get our news from people who are doctors. Dan said this on his show today, and he's exactly right. You want to listen to Tucker Carlson? You go right ahead. But if you're going to put any kind of credence in how he's breaking this down, you're just straight up out of your mind. If you want to listen to, um, you know, uh, he's gone now, but Chris Matthews, right? A Chris Matthews type on MSNBC. You can, but if you want to put any credence in what they say and how they break it down, you're out of your mind. All right? So take a step back, listen to the experts, do what they say, 
and this will pass, and it's going to be fine. And in the meantime, listen to guys like Dan on the radio, because here's one thing about Dan, and here, here's the reason I love Dan. I've known Dan forever. I've known Dan for more than 30 years. Dan doesn't lie. Dan is going to tell you the truth, and he's going to see life through a prism that's unique to him. And there's nothing wrong with that. That is an absolutely good thing. Sometimes it unnerves people. It pisses them off. You know what? You need to take a deep breath and understand that Dan, most of the time, knows what he's talking about. And I'll tell you one thing about Dan. He was born in 1962. And I don't know whether this is a trait unique only to people who were born in 1962. But people born in 1962 are automatically more than a little bit suspicious of authority. I don't know whether that's growing up during the Vietnam War, uh, you know, kind of turning 10 as Watergate began to unfold. As you looked at the end of the Vietnam War and said, oh, my, isn't this quite convenient the way this is ending? We still got guys coming home in boxes in order to further Richard Nixon's hopes for reelection. You figured that out early. Bobby Kennedy assassinated. Martin Luther King assassinated. Gerald Ford, they tried to shoot his ass twice. Ronald Reagan, they tried to assassinate him in 1981, and that's the last assassination attempt that I can remember. We have a healthy lack of respect for authority. We vet everything that we think or that we believe through a unique prism. That's sports and other but sports with a little bit of an off-ramp into some non-sports stuff. i got to tell you the truth, and I apologize that if you take offense. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, and then on Periscope and Twitter at about 8.15 on YouTube TV, just a little bit after that at about 8.30. It's a show so nice we do it thrice, brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Call today, 317-849-2933. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.